Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Everybody and welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, uh, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Friends, listen, I want to thank you. Uh, for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Over Red State, Red State, the talk monster, the largest talk platform in the nation, and so glad to be up on their billboard 24 hours a day, seven days a week. C.L. Bryant Show right there in Times Square. And, uh, hey, uh, thank you. For coming along with us now, hey, what? How long you gonna put up with it? How long you gonna do it? Um, you, if you were to hire somebody, <laughs> I mean this, and this is this is what it boils down to. If you were to hire somebody to do a job for you, just so that your presence can be felt, and they said no. We're not going to do it the way you want us to do it. We're going to do it our way to make a statement. Because you, even though you pay our salaries, oh, yeah, 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 state representatives get paid. I don't know if they get paid a whole lot, but I'm pretty sure they get paid. I'm sure the Texas legislature gets paid the same way you would pay that person to work for you. They may not be happy with what they're making, but guess what? They came and asked for that job. And the job that they asked for was to represent you. That's the job they came and asked for. Now, the Texas legislature is pretty much shut down because Democrats <laughs> boarded a luxury uh, vehicle, whether it was plane, train, bus, or automobile. They were in luxury. And, and, and guess what? While they're on the clock, now, now, granted, nobody cares what people do on their own time, right? I don't care if people do on their own time. They work with me. Want to on your own time? I don't care. Doesn't matter to me at all. Long as you get this job done, long as you get this job done, I don't care what else you do. Okay, you can come in with you can listen, like looking like the well, not looking like the cat's drug yet, but. I don't care what you have been doing. 
okay, as long as you get the job done. And you don't bring any disgrace up on the brand. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the whole deal. You don't bring any disgrace up on the brand. I can do that myself. <laughs> but, but when you hire somebody to work for you, you, you want them to do the job that you're paying them to do. And Texans, you know something. You know you're not getting your money's worth. And I applaud. And this very well could have gotten Greg Abbott reelected right now, right here, right now. This stunt that uh, the Democrats in the Texas legislature have pulled and uh, Alan West uh, running against uh, uh, Greg Abbott, and you got uh, the actor um, Matthew McConaughey running against, um, you know, Greg Abbott. Uh, Alan, uh, I don't know, uh, sometimes people have said he's divisive. Okay, well, you either like him or not. Uh Matthew McConaughey, same thing. You either like him or not. Greg Abbott, same thing. Some people say that uh, he's just uh, not uh, steel-spined enough when it comes to Texas affairs. Uh, you know, you got to make that call, like him or not. Matthew McConaughey, people are saying that he is too Looney Tunes for this. Uh, you got to make the call, like him or not. Now, <laughs> This is the important, this is the thing to look at. These folks in Texas were not looking to do any of your work. And folks, you need to pay attention to this because you send people to the same offices out of your states, your, your counties, your parishes, to the state legislature to do a job for you. They're your representatives. They don't represent you flying off to Washington, D.C. to avoid doing their job. And that's what they did. They avoided doing their job. And that was casting a vote, being on record for or against. But no, this had to be turned into a circus over what? Listen, I, I have said this a year ago, when they were talking about, and pull up the, I can rerun the show. When, when they were talking about people being alienated from voting, I actually did a real talk. We got a lot of uh, uh, hits on this real talk. I'm going to dredge it back up. But I did a real talk that asked the question. If you know anybody who has been denied the right to vote because even though they may have had proper ID, they, had, they were registered, if you know anybody who has that beef, please let me know. Please send them to me. Please send them my, I want to know who they are. I want to know uh, why they didn't get to vote. I want to personally look into that myself. I want to know who they are. You need to know who they are. And we need to know what precincts they're in. We need to know what districts they happen to be in.
We need to know who these people are. That's causing all of this stuff. All of this foolishness that's going on in America right now. How is it possible? Listen, how, listen, (laughs) the other night, prime example of how tops, how upside down all of this has become, how crazy all of this has become. And I want you to stay with me because Gabrielle uh, uh, is going to be, Gabrielle Clark is going to be with me in the second hour, I believe the second hour um, that Michelle is going to have her in. At the 105, Gabrielle Clark is going to be on with me. And we're going to talk about, she and I are going to talk about, listen, her children are interracial, as are mine. All right? And um, I think before she was married, she had children who were black, and she married a fellow who was, who was white. But anyway, she'll tell the story. And he may have had kids too. But anyway, how is it possible that the black kids in the family are going to hate the white kids in the family? Or blame them for being oppressive? Uh, or so are the, are the black kids, the white kids oppressing the white kids in the family by simply being white when they eat at the dinner table or, or when they share perhaps rooms or what have you? Who's, who's the oppressor? Who's being oppressed here? Do we know what what any of this is trying, what any of one is trying to represent here by pushing this kind of card so far? Gabrielle Clark, she's um, taking them to the wall on this, and we're wishing her well. She's going to tell you, well, she can't tell you all about that. Uh, can't really talk about the, the suit, the lawsuit. But uh, Gabrielle is going to be on us to talk about this critical race theory thing and how it affected her family. You know, and how it will affect America on large because everything begins in the house. Everything, everything, voting begins at your, when you are looking in your refrigerator, that's where your vote starts. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. If, if, if you have uh, the, the healthy, good stuff you want to eat in that refrigerator, that is where you start. Voting starts when you look at the price of uh, what it costs to fill up your gas tank. Where it was costing uh, $25 to fill up the gas tank. It now costs $55 to fill up the gas tank. That's where voting starts. It also continues when you consider who it is you are sending to office and what they are doing while they are in that office that you are paying for. Yeah that you are paying for. And, 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 so, and so here we are, uh, friends, with legislators 
feeling brazen enough to go and actually leave their state. They actually leave their state to shut down a vote on a, 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 a bill that does nothing more than make certain the vote is fair. But these slithering snakes, they always use the same language. They, they mirror the same language. Joe Biden yesterday talking about fair and free elections. Uh, you know, it's the worst uh, threat to America since the Civil War. Are you, please, I know you're not buying that. I know you're not buying that. You, you mean to tell me that uh, the, the fact that we can't even produce anybody who can claim that they were discriminated against as far as their voting was concerned here in the last 20 years? Where, who are they? I mean, are, 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 is, it, uh, is it two of them? Is it 100? Is it 200,000 of them? Where are these people? Produce one. That's that's all. That's all we're we're asking. Produce one in Texas, huh? What they do is stand up and say in your face something that is so generic, so general, so broad that somehow you think that it's a broad group of people who are being affected by the foolishness that they say is going on at the voting booth and at the polls. There's not. And may I remind you of this? I need to push this home. When they paint this picture, they always want you to see a black face. Don't forget that. When they are painting this picture of someone who is left behind and someone who is downtrodden and whose face is being pushed in the mud and all of that, they always want you to see a black face. Which, in my estimation, black folks, you should be absolutely appalled that they would be so brazen in being so patronizing where it comes to you. You seem to enjoy it. What's the strangest thing to me is that black folks seem to enjoy being patronized these days, but I think that that is beginning to wear off. It is beginning to go away. I think the, the magic that uh, the Democrat Party was trying to work on black people, I think it was in a special bag called black people magic. They just sprinkle it on back black people and, and then think that they're going to get the certain, and for 50, nearly 60 years, they have been getting that certain result because they reached into the black the bag and, and, and pulled out the black people fairy dust and sprinkled it on them, but it's wearing off. 
It's a powerful fairy dust. It lasted nearly 60 years, but the stranglehold is being broken and the Dems are, are the ones who are helping it be broken by doing things like those Texas legislators did and leave their state to avoid doing their jobs. I, I, I'm all in with Governor Abbott. I think, I think they may have actually gotten Governor Abbott re-elected, even though Matthew McConaughey was said to be within a point of Greg Abbott. Now, how stupid can you be in Texas to want to have Matthew McConaughey as your governor? He's an actor. He's done nothing. He may have given millions, as far as I know, to political candidates. But what does he bring to this other than a celebrity? He has no knowledge of how to run government. You see, politics is for is is that it's for people who are uh, know the game of politics, not necessarily a politician, but know the game of politics. Granted, you had to learn some lessons in Hollywood. There's no question about that. But we're talking about running a, a state as large as Texas. Yeah, he's a Texan, but no, no, no Texans. How in the world? You see. Beware that no one deceives you. I don't care who it is, whether it's a friend, loved one, uh, whoever it is. It could be your kids. It could be, could be whoever it is. It could be, be a brother, sister. Be careful that they don't want you to be as miserable as they are. And that's what the Democrats are all about. They're wanting all of us now to be as miserable as they are. And if you buy into their misery, you will be trapped there. The black folks found that out the hard or have found it out the hard way. We bought into the misery they were selling. And the remedy that they had for us was to just keep giving us stuff. There comes a time, though, when you got to stand on your own two feet, whether you're an individual, a person or a group of people. You have to stand on your own two feet. The Irish, the Italians, everybody who ever progressed in life came to a point where they were standing on their own two feet, at least 98 percent of the time. There's always times when you need help from someone. But 98% of the time, if you're standing up, you're doing well. But you've got to get there. Black folks, America, they're trying to take us back to a place where we escaped from. I'm CL. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, 
Play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL here with you throughout the fruited plains of the United States of America and uh, our satellite lands, wherever they are in the world uh, and coast to coast, border to border and around the globe over red state, red state talk, red state talk. Now, I was saying when we left that black folks now are beginning to realize just what puppets, marionettes, call it what you want, mascots, just what pets they have been made to be in this Biden America. The, 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 the blind, the, the good, there's something good. I'm telling you, there's something good coming out of this Biden administration. I'm telling you what it is. It's an awakening that the Democrats have been fooling folks all along. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the absolute proof of it. Are you hearing me? Uh, Listen, there's something good that is coming out of this Biden administration. And that is that we now can see that through Joe Biden. Oh, he is a wonderful example of how we've been fooled by them. Huh? Kamala Harris, she is a perfect example of how we have been fooled by them. (laughs) It is amazing to see how the blinders are falling off the eyes of people everywhere who want to be free. The Cubans are waving, and the the people in Hong Kong did the same thing. And the Cubans are doing it. They're waving the American flag because it is the symbol of freedom. But Joe Biden, this is the good thing that's coming out of the Biden administration. The good thing is you are being able to see that Joe Biden and the party of Democrats through him and Kamala Harris, you are the, the covers are being thrown off and the, they are exposing the Democrats in ways that the Democrats never thought they would be exposed. As completely 
I mean, Pelosi's exposed. Schumer's exposed. Uh, uh, Wasserman Schultz is Debbie. Little Debbie is 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 exposed. Joe Biden. Well, listen, I, I, I don't know why some people began to slide downhill at his age and why some people don't. I know many, many more who did not than than those who did. Uh, but Joe is sliding down a hill. Joe Biden of six years ago was a formidable individual. But Joe Biden today, he's, he's not formidable, that's for sure. Oh, no, he, he's nowhere near what anyone would call formidable. But they have exposed the Democrat Party because the Democrat Party is not formidable. They are a roaring lion seeking whom they may devour. And black folks, they devoured you for 60 years. They fed on you. They, they fed on the children of black people. They fed on the uh, uh Adolescents of black people, they fed on the teenagers of black people, they fed on young black people, they fed on older black people. But you know what black people, they didn't feed on, the Democrats did not feed on, they didn't feed on those who came out of slavery. You know why? Because those were the ones who were close to the Republican Party. You ever think about that? You ever think about that? How is it possible that black people are farther away from the party that liberated them now than they were when they were liberated? How is that possible? Huh? How is it possible that they're further away from the party that liberated the Republican Party is the original home of the black vote. And for good reason. Because the Republican Party has always been the home of people who want to be free. Who want to be a part of a republic. When you equate Donald Trump or or uh, you know any any conservative to George Wallace? Do you realize, Democrats, how stupid that is? Because George Wallace was a Democrat. Yeah, yeah, he was a evil Southern governor, but he gave his life to Christ before he died, and he not only asked the forgiveness of God, but George Wallace asked the forgiveness of his fellow citizens, black and white, in Alabama. Now, that's atonement right there. There's no guilt in anything that he... Listen, George did what he thought he was doing because he thought he was right. And I, I, want, to, I want you to understand that. 
When a man thinks he's right, he should act on his, on, on his principles, even though it may be absolutely wrong. He should act on it. The only thing you can hope if a man is wrong and is going to harm you is that you're strong enough to repel their bad intentions. And that's what I'm saying to you right now, Americans, is that we are still strong enough to repel bad intentions intended for our republic. But if you're not strong enough to repel it, and and the Democrats are doing everything they possibly can to weaken you at every point, they're weakening the minds of those coming up behind you in the colleges. They're weakening their minds by, 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 by making victims of both groups of people, the whites and the blacks. They're making victims of you. Now, Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, has threatened to arrest these folks when they come back to Texas. I hope he follows through on it. I hope he slaps them in irons. I hope he does. Why? For the good of the people of Texas. Because you have been robbed. And every day, every moment, whatever it cost for that plane to fly, You paid for it with their time that you are paying them to be in Austin, Texas, taking care of your business. But what are they doing? They're flying around, drinking Miller Lite. (laughs) Oh, and you're putting up with it. But Greg Abbott, they may have very well gotten Greg Abbott reelected as governor of Texas. This stunt most likely, more than likely, this stunt has just reelected Greg Abbott. Abbott is a consummate politician. He will know what to do with this. Alan West, well, hey, run hard, Alan. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, Texas, it would be a shame if you elected somebody like Matthew McConaughey simply off of celebrity. That would be an absolute travesty. That would be a shame. I don't think you're going to do it. But if you do, it will tell us clearly about the sad state of affairs that's going on in this country right now. So, coming up at the in the next hour will be Gabrielle Clark. And um, we're going to talk about this critical race theory and how it affects interracial families. Yeah, how it affects interracial families. Uh, hers in particular. 
And she's going to tell you all about what she can. She's going to tell you what she can about what she can tell you because she is really <laughs> uh, doing something about it. The way all of us should take it upon ourselves to do something about it. So Gabrielle is going to be on um, with me after the top of the hour. Hey, you folks who live in the country. You folks who live in the country. You do know that Kamala Harris thinks you're stupid. <laughs> and that, uh, you know, you don't have access to Kinko's and things like that because you live in the country and, you know, you... you well, basically... They all think you're stupid. But, uh, of course, Kinko's has been gone for a while. Uh, I didn't realize that till I went into the old Kinko building and I realized I was at FedEx. That's when I realized. It's been a couple of years. It's been a year or so ago before I realized it. Kamala Harris still uh, didn't, didn't know it. Which means uh, she's even more out of touch than I was. I don't use Kinko's often. But uh, she's more out of touch than I was. But I was living in the rural area, so I, I knew that we're, we're, we're smart enough to go to uh, Kinko's or FedEx if we need to. We, we have cars. But she thinks that... Uh, what happens in rural America is uh, much different than, you know, she, she, she thinks that people in rural America are somehow intellectually challenged. You folks up there in uh, upper, upper, you know, boondocks of Maine or Washington or uh, you know, you folks who live in the country of Grand Cane, you know, places like that, back Egypt, Nevada, wherever you are. Somehow, Kamala Harris thinks that you are stupid. But like I was saying to you, it, all this time, all this time, for 60 years, black folks, you should have the biggest beef because you have been treated. You have been treated like idiots. Fools. For 60 years. Treated you like uh, just a, a, a bounty paper towel that, you know, you, you tear it off. At voting time, um, send them in the booth. And then two years, six years, four years, come see them every two, six or four to use them again and throw them away. That has been the cycle for, if you're talking uh, every the representatives that you've been sending to office, 60 years, you're talking for 30 voting cycles. 30 times, if you're looking at that 60-year period of time, representatives go to, off, go, to, go to office for two years. 
30 times have black folks, Democrats, liberals, gone to the polls and reelected people like Elijah Cummings. And I, and, and I, I have not uh, speaking ill of the dead. I'm just saying that uh, his, his um, district is, is very bad. And he was in office for decades. A decade. Yeah. This, this is what I'm saying to you. You cannot continue on this path or you won't have a place to continue it in. That's what's so stupid about those athletes standing on the podium, turning their back to the American flag. You don't have another place to do that in. Are you, are you losing? Have you lost your mind? You don't have another place to do that in. If America goes away for you, black athlete, your life drastically changed. I tell you what, <clears throat> shut down the NBA. Whatever may happen, let's say the, the, the Democrats uh, just lose their absolute minds. They lose their minds. And they shut down the NBA. And the stupidest thing last uh, the other night when that Major League Baseball, all-star baseball game was, was being played. You, they say they, they, they are all for this blackness and all this kind of thing. And you move the major league all-star game, baseball all-star game, from the blackest city in the country, Atlanta. Atlanta is the blackest city in the country. And you move the, the major league baseball playoffs game from that city to could possibly be the whitest city in America. And yet you stand up with a straight face and say that you are trying to combat critical race. <laughs> oh, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the Democrats are their own worst enemy. They are exposing themselves as absolute idiots. And black people, you are being exposed and you are waking up from being exposed to being the, the biggest tool. And I mean used as, that's what I'm talking about, used as a tool by the Democrats, you're waking up to the fact that that's exactly what happened to you. Nothing that they have tried to do has been for you. It's been for the liberal masters. I'm CL. I'll be back. thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping so you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you here on this great day in the USA. Glad to be uh, that you are aboard with us coming up at the top of the hour. After the top of the hour will be Gabrielle Clark. And uh, Gabrielle and I must discuss this critical race theory uh, that is going on. She is directly uh, taking it on. She's going to tell you how in her own way, how she's taking that on. And um, friends, let me tell you this. It'll take you down. (laughs) It'll take you down. Now, we have in um, this country a journalist who is incredibly brave um, and um, it is important that and our journalists our journalists are not. No, not even the ones on stations that I know you like to listen to. Now, there are a couple of uh, news stations that are beginning to bounce up and blow up that, that are, are, are truly unafraid to talk. To talk. But on, on, on uh, the most popular stations, uh, and, and I'm saying that it's plural, journalists very seldom have courage and they very seldom are speaking uh, as a journalist they're speaking as a corporation that's why nobody uh, in the in CNNs MSNBC ABC CBS they're ignoring this story here of the Iranian born uh, and a New York based journalist She's a woman's rights activist, uh, uh, Masi Alinjad. The target of an alleged plot by Iranian intelligence agents to kidnap her from New York City and ship her off to Iran. Uh, she is speaking out. She's saying that she's disappointed in the lack of response from Joe Biden about her plight. You you have Iranian operatives in this country trying to kidnap, kidnap someone who is in this country out of our country. 
who is trying to make a statement about the mistreatment of women who, who, who Democrats have always told you they've been champions of, right? Well, that's not true. And you know it's not true. If it were true, they would stand up and defend when conservative women are attacked. And they would certainly speak out against the alleged plot to kidnap this journalist out of New York City and take her back to Iran. They've already put her brother in jail. Eight years, sentence him to eight years. Why? Because he's kin to her. America, I want you to see this. That is where they're trying to take this in this country. If you don't speak the way we want you to speak, if you don't act the way we want you to act, if you don't uh, uh, carry the party line the way we want you to carry it. But this critical race theory is causing folks to wake up. And, And because it's stupid. It is stupid. And as Jason Riley said, it's a hustle. Yeah, he said that in the Wall Street Journal. It's a hustle. The whole thing is, is a hustle. Ask the people, ask black folks in Atlanta just how big a hustle it is. They missed out on literally uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Three or four hundred million dollars. Collectively, I'm talking about collectively. They could have been made by the business vendors in Atlanta. And you know that black business booms in Atlanta is the blackest city in the country. And they took the major league baseball game from that city. From that city. In the name of trying to protect some nameless people who, who, who they think, who they want you to think, cannot vote. That's what, that, that, what, show us the people who cannot vote. Please do that. They don't speak out about something that's real. And and, and that is um, (laughs) they're trying to kidnap a journalist out of America and take them back to Iran. And Joe Biden says nothing. He's saying nothing about the Chinese. He pretends to play tough with the Russians. But nobody believes Joe on the Russian thing. Nobody believes Joe. Joe Biden? Nobody believes Joe is going to be tough on anything. Right after he 
talked about being tough on the Russians and you can we, we don't care if you strike this one or do this one. Please don't touch this one and don't touch that one. That is the talk of a a, a, a mealy mouthed coward. A strong leader says to one and all of his foes, you'd better not touch anything of mine or ours, or there will be consequences. You don't, you don't, you don't tell your enemy that you're going to cede. You, you don't touch this one or don't touch that one. That's what he told Vladimir Putin when it came to cyber attacks. Uh, don't touch that or don't touch this. Which means that there might might be things that that's all. You say things are off limit, then there are some things that that you that are in bounds that you can touch. And you give a, a tyrant, you give a bully an inch before long, he is all over your place. Oh no, you set the boundaries, and you set the boundaries immediately, and you hold the line. No, you're crossing the line. Both step back, step back now. And and the thing about it, Joe Biden carries and, and he doesn't. Somebody does, but I think they would have to put his fingerprints on the pad in order to launch the nuclear missiles. And I do believe there has to be somebody standing between him and the case, the football. You don't trust Joe Biden with the football. <laughs> you, no, 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 no. Not, not somebody who uh, has this imaginary uh, nemesis in his mind called Corn Pop. You don't trust him with the football. No, you don't. You don't even throw the ball. <laughs> no, no. Uh, pass it around, Joe. We're gonna pass it to you, but just pass it. Just keep passing it, okay? Don't take the shot. Whatever you do, don't shoot it. That's Joe Biden's instructions, and he says himself that he'd get in trouble if he didn't follow it. But anyway, when it comes down to speaking out against a true and real threat, when it matters, when it counts, when it comes to standing up for someone who is standing up for something against one of our nemesis, the Iranians, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the left-wing women's rights activists, guess where they are? Guess what they're doing? Nothing. Nothing. This Iranian journalist um, described as an intelligence officer, um, for, uh, described four Iranians as uh, intelligence officer and three members of an intelligence networks were charged with plotting to lure Ellen Jab whose name wasn't listed in the indictment with four others, from New York to Iran. And the Iranian government, just after Alan Jab's uh, CNN interview, denied involvement, 
saying this is not the first time the United States has attempted to use Hollywood scenarios against us. Well, you see the way they play that game. They play it the same way the Democrats. The Iranians play the game the same way the Democrats play the game. They deny it and then blame you. They do it, they deny it, and blame you. That's the formula. Do it, throw the rock, hide your hand, and blame someone else. That's the way they play the game. That's the way the Democrats play the game. That's the way Joe Biden is playing the game. Kamala Harris certainly plays the game that way. Barack Obama was a master of it. Throw the rock, hide your hands, blame someone else. Blame the people who you threw the rock at. That's the way they play that game. You blame the people who you threw the rock at while you're hiding your hands. But your glass house, Democrats, your glass house is being (laughs) kind of chucked up. It really is. There are rocks coming through your glass house. And friends, let me tell you, when we talk about uh, what is necessary now for you to keep your to keep the have you seen the food prices in the in the supermarkets? You let this continue. Chicken, pork, pork, beef. Okay, yeah, move is hard to move it, but you sure can't buy it. Unless you are buying, why would I, I might as well go out and let the restaurant fix the meal for me than to pay. And then again, uh, hey, where it may have cost you uh, 150 or 200 to take your family out, your family of four or five, that's a, that's a three, $400 ticket now. Easy. After the top of the hour. Gabrielle Clark on the C.L. Bryant Show. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm just a pilgrim on this road. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show.
Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains. Thank you so much for coming along with us. C.L. Bryant, coast to coast, border to border, throughout the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is uh, America. Thank you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation every day right here over the Talk Monster, Red State Talk Radio, which is the uh, largest talk platform in uh, uh, the nation. And hey, folks, I want to thank you for helping make this show as popular as it has become. I was saying to you, uh, waiting on Gabrielle Clark um, here, I was saying to you when we left that, uh, (laughs) check this out, check this out. Before we talk about that, check this out. You remember Jesse Smollett? You know, well, you may know him as Juicy Smouye. I don't know. Well, anyway, he's back in the news. I'm going to talk to you about about that in just a, a bit. Thank you so much for coming on board uh, here with us daily on the C.L. Bryant Show as we build the bridge to conversation. Traveling through Times Square, be sure to go and look above Ripley's, believe it or not. And there is the Red State Talk um, billboard 24 seven CL Bryant show pops up there in times square about a block from where they drop the big ball. And, uh, again, folks, every day from 12 until two, we're on sometimes most of the times I'm here live. Well, we're here live right now with uh, a friend of ours and, uh, she is Gabrielle Clark. All of you uh, know her story, and she is doing something about this critical race theory hoax. And uh, as my my friend Jason Riley calls it a hustle, uh, that's exactly what it is. I have on with me, and help me welcome to the show for the first time around uh, the Fruited Plains the and coast to coast, border to border, globally, Gabrielle Clark, welcome on to the C.L. Bryan Show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me, C.L. Glad you're on with me. And now, Gabrielle, let's talk about uh, what and how you are are taking this on and why you're taking it on. Uh, Let's tell the audience, why did you engage this fight to begin with? Well, I have to tell you, I mean, every fight starts very simply with a grievance. And um, ours was because my son was being discriminated against in his school. And um, he was was going to a charter school here in Las Vegas. Um, Both he and my daughter were going there. I started noticing some things that I was displeased with in my daughter's class. So I started paying close attention when it became unacceptable, um, I moved my daughter to another school, um, and I asked my son what was going on in his classes. And when um, I was made aware of what had been taking place in his classes, I tried to get him into another school. And when I was unable to do that, um, we had to fight back. 
And I'm glad that you are fighting back and we encourage all parents. And I'm seeing it. We're beginning to see it. And uh, hey, when you mess with the babies, I'm telling you, uh, the, the mothers will come out, the parents will come out, and they'll make themselves known. But Gabrielle, how did we get to this place where it became so uh, trying and difficult for your children in a public school, in a government facility? Uh, folks, public schools are government buildings. You do realize that, right? How did that, how did we allow, what happened here? How did this get to this? Well, you know, it is a public charter school, and it is uh, 100% federally funded. So, um, you know, these kinds of things shouldn't be taking place in a public school. But but my son's civil rights were being violated, and that shouldn't be happening anywhere. Um, but I will tell you, um, the reason why we get to this place is because parents are either unaware and or uh, incapable of fighting back. Um, this kind of thing um, is is expensive. Filing lawsuits like we did is expensive, and it's also terrifying. A lot of parents are too afraid to speak up. But, you know, in my household, as I'm sure you have experienced um, with your own family, is that, you know, these kinds of, um, these kinds of, of indoctrination tactics, they don't work. In, in our families, they, and therefore they don't work in America. Um, I am biracial. My mother is black and my father was white. My first husband was black and my second husband was white. So some of my kids are three-quarters black and some of my kids are three-quarters white. And you can't just say that, uh, you know, white people oppress black people and then look at, a, you know, and then look at a, a child from a biracial family that happens to be uh, less melanated than his siblings, and tell him you're you're an oppressor, and your and your siblings are the oppressed. That's just not going to fly. And I'm sure you've experienced that in your own family, um, and in too many American families, that is the case. That's why this is not going to stand, and that's why we we are fighting that. You know, Gabrielle, you're absolutely right. I feel you all the way. Uh, I, I was uh, interracial marriage for over uh, 40 years, and um, you know, I just lost my wife uh, almost uh, 18 months. Well, 18 months ago uh, now, and uh, it was. That, but, but our, I was saying to the audience a couple of days ago, at our school, they know who they knew who we were. They, they knew us when they saw us at the grocery store. Uh, and so uh, we, we, were, uh, we were visible. And I think parents uh, may, may not have been as visible as we needed to be uh, all along. You were talking about the tools to fight back. Uh, parents sometimes are misinformed, you said, and sometimes they don't have uh, um, uh, the tools to fight back. Uh, what what tools do you think they need in, in order to, is the tool the information? Talk to us. Well, I can tell you um, prior to this event, there were no tools to fight this kind of thing um, because this was one of those things that got exposed during the pandemic. Lots of parents like myself overheard um, things going on in their classes that really deeply concern them. Um, and now we have we have put together an infrastructure so that we can tackle these issues. Uh, when I was having a problem, 
when I was having a problem, I reached out um, and, and I, I found uh, Dr. Alana Fishbein from No Left Turn in Education on Tucker Carlson. And, and when I saw her, I, I reached out to her and she was able to um, help me. She, you know, she saw uh, some of the things that, um, that I had collected from my son's classroom. And um, she, was, she asked me what I wanted to do. And I said, this is a legal matter. We use the legal system. And so she found me a lawyer. And now I am the Nevada chapter head, the Nevada president uh, for No Left Turn in Education. And we do, we, we, um, we, you know, get parents, we get parents, we get teachers, and we put them on the right track to be, to able, to be able to um, fight this, whether it be in the school board or whether it be in their own schools, or whether it be in their in their individual classrooms. And if need be, we find them a lawyer so that they can fight back, too. You know, uh, this is uh, very important. And are you a nonprofit? Yes, No Left Turn in Education is a nonprofit organization, and you can reach us at noleftturn.us. Um, if you need help, fill out the questionnaire, and we'll and someone from your state will get back to you on uh, what it is that we can do to assist you. Or if you want to help, and there and, and you need and you want to offer your services, you fill out that questionnaire. Tell us what you can do, and if we need you, will we need everybody. This fight is so big. We need everybody. But if we need a chapter in your state, if we don't have one, then you can start a chapter in your state. We just started a chapter in Texas today. Um, that was one of the biggest ones because we have we have hundreds and hundreds of people contacting us from, from Texas. Um, I think you're in Florida, right? Yes, I am. Um, I believe Yes, I believe we recently have um, begun work on Florida, um, and you can go to noleftturn.us and um, find out the the um, specific chapter head in your state in Florida. Um, we're opening up so many chapters on a regular basis because we are trying to have a chapter in every school district. That's great. America. You know, that no awesome. left turn, noleftturn.us. Is that right? NoLeftTurn.us. No Folks, uh, all of you out there are part of the Talk Monster audience. Red State, the largest talk platform in the nation. Hear me. NoLeftTurn.us. Check it out. If you have children, <clears throat> grandchildren, nieces, nephews, whatever, you got children in your family, you need to make certain that you check this out. Uh, Gabrielle Clark. Gabrielle, um, I know that uh, you, you, you're fighting a, a very good fight. have got about seven minutes left in this interview uh, with you. And I, I've asked everybody this question from Hannity to Judge Janine on this show and uh, even uh, those who uh, gather and collect our garbage. I've asked them this question because uh, it's important that we, we understand what it is we're, we're, we want to leave behind. But legacy... A legacy, Gabrielle Clark, uh, when it's all said and done and you're perhaps watching the sunset, rocking uh, on your porch, uh, you know, uh, in the South, we sip mint juleps, but you can do what you want. And uh, but <laughs> but uh, what do you want us to remember about you? What do you want us to say? You know what? I want everybody to remember 
that you don't have to be some big name in society to make real change. You can be a high school dropout with five kids and 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 a, 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 a five five kids a widow with five kids with you know living in a motel like I was. And if your rights are being violated, then you do something about it. You don't have to be, you know, a celebrity. You don't have to be um, some big name. You just have to be an American. And you have to be passionate about your ideals and about your principles. And when you stick up for them, people will help you. People will find a way to help you stand up for your principles. If you, if you have it in your heart and in your mind that being an American means something and that your principles are absolute and you're not going to take any less than that, that you have recourse to, to be able to um, fight for those rights. If you take away anything, if I, if I leave anything as a legacy, I want it to be that. You don't have to be something big in order to make big things happen. Wow. You know, uh, Gabrielle, I, I truly, truly respect, I admire you. And uh, I, I, folks, uh, this is what America, this is the stuff America is made of, these types of women. This is what America is made of, these types of character found in the American male and female. Don't let that slip away. Don't let that be robbed out of our children. Don't let their birthright be stolen. Gabrielle, I, I, I can't help but uh, say that uh, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are. May God bless and keep you in your effort. You know that you can come on this show at any time and have a platform at any time. Give us the website again if people are so inclined to help you. Uh, tell us where that can happen. That is no less turn.us, and thank you so much, CL, for having me. God bless and keep you. Talk to you soon. That's Gabrielle Clark. I'm CL, and this is the CL Bryant Show. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation right here daily on the CL Bryant Show. No, no left turns dot US. No left turns dot us go there check it out and uh friends there's so much <laughs> that's on our plate right now huh don't you know it there is so much on the american plate right now but the main thing that we must take off that plate is the idea that racism is a critical issue in this country. That is a lie. And we have to take off the, the, the table the idea that it's okay to brainwash our children while we stand there and watch it happen. You, you got to take that off the table. Okay, and Gabrielle uh, Clark is uh, doing everything she can to take that off the table. You need to do your part. And, and hey, if you need to launch a lawsuit, launch the lawsuit. Do it. That will send. There's nothing racist about that at all, is it? 
<laughs> Nothing racist about that at all. Sue them. Sue your school board. Sue them. Pull your resources together. Listen, and sue them. It's your money anyway. The money that pays for them, if, if, if the money that pays for them, their salaries, that's your money. It's a government building that you send your children to every day if they're in public school. So uh, I guess it might, might actually seem as though you're suing yourself, though, huh? When you sue the government, well, you're suing it. It's really convoluted when you think about it because it's your money that, oh, man, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. What are you going to do about it? What are you prepared to do about it? Let me ask you that. What? What? And I'm not talking about going out, setting stuff on fire or nothing like that. Are you hearing me? I'm not talking about doing anything stupid like that. I am talking about, however, that you have to be prepared to go to these school board meetings. You got to go to these city council meetings. You have to become elected to school board. You have to become elected to city council. Band together. You talk as one voice individually, it seems. Because there, in, in every room somewhere, in most rooms, in a lot of rooms, many rooms in America, there are people like you who are quietly disgruntled. They may, not, they may not identify themselves as conservatives. They may not identify themselves as Republicans. They may be Democrats. They may be people who consider themselves liberal, but now know that this has gone too far. White liberals uh, who are not party liners, they've had enough because they're children, unless they're just absolutely brainwashed and so rich it does not matter. You see, you can become wealthy enough where uh, it doesn't matter what you say or what happens down beneath you. You can be all for giving everybody everything as long as they don't get yours. Oh, I've known that those types of people. They give, all, give it all away as long as it's not mine. I'm <laughs> Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
CL, back with you on this uh, fantastic day <laughs> uh, in the USA. And there's some news stories that are so funny. Uh, well, too funny, man. Uh, looks like they're going to have a, a merging of the two. Uh, Martin Lawrence's daughter and Eddie, Eddie Murphy's son, they're dating. Um, I guess that may mean something. It may mean absolutely nothing to any of us, <laughs> but just... <laughs> But it was just something I I saw, and I thought I'd share it with you. Um, I was talking about Jesse Smollett, 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 or as one comedian refers to him as Juicy Smollett, (laughs) the French actor, Juicy Smollett. Well, he's in court. He had to go to court, and uh, for lying, just, you know, just... Anybody with any sense knew that was a lie to begin with. But, you know, black people, we didn't say anything. But we knew from the very beginning when we heard Jesse's story that he was on his way to get, what was a subway sandwich at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning in Chicago. And the temperature was right at zero or below. You know, ain't no, there ain't no, there ain't nobody, black or white, certainly not black, going to be out that time of night in Chicago looking for no Subway sandwich. Jesse Smollett said he he did, and he said that Klansmen, if you remember the story, he said it was Klansmen, it was people who dressed in MAGA hats, came up to him, and I guess they said, yeah, you, you know, you're, you're in MAGA country. That was his story. <laughs> that was his story. And CNN and all of the, oh, the CBS, Gail, what's her name? Oprah's friend. Um, Gail. Um, yeah. They all had him on. They were in tears about how he was treated. And he told the story with a straight face. <laughs> until we found out it wasn't Klansmen or people in MAGA hats, but it was two Jamaicans. <laughs> yes, brothers. I think they were brothers. I can't remember. But anyway, it was two Jamaicans who he paid to do this. So he's in court today. Uh, answering charges of lying to the police and authorities. You see, you can't do that. It's it, it, you, you. That's this 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 man was trying to save his career, and so he made up this preposterous story, thus proving the more preposterous the. Story, the more believable CNN, ABC, you know, CBS, whatever, the the usual suspects, the more believable they try and make it to the public. But everybody knew that 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 couldn't possibly make, that doesn't make any sense. Juicy Smollett, Jesse Smollett, Smollett, or whatever his name is, he should go to jail. Do you realize that uh, 
the the height of being woke or or the 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 seeds of being woke and all that kind of thing were being planted at that very time and all of that came on the heels of Michael Brown and uh Floyd all of that that type thing came on the heel of Trayvon Martin it came on the heels of all of that and we have been on this boat ride to a race riot. Yeah, a boat ride to a race riot. <laughs> Ever since, Trayvon Martin. Have you, have you seen how that trip is, is done? Now, check this out. This is important. This is breaking news. Justice Clarence Thomas denies request for injunction against federal transportation mask mandate. Now, now listen, listen, this is important. Justice Clarence Thomas has denied a request for an injunction against the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention mandate requiring masks on public transportation, the Washington Examiner has reported. Uh, Justice Thomas on Tuesday night handed down an order denying an appeal that had been made to the Supreme Court last week challenging the CDC's mandate, which has been extended through September 13th. Although it didn't mention the case, Thomas' decision came a week after Lucas Wall, a frequent flyer, from Washington, D.C., asked the court to halt the mandate to uh, in, in a complaint leveled against the CDC. Joe Biden uh, and slew of other federal agencies. Wall told examiners the appeal had been a long shot, especially since he awaits trial before the district court in Orlando, Florida. Now, this is the tr the crux of what's just happened here. Of course, it's dis still disappointing. Justice Thomas did not take a more in-depth look at the illegal and unconstitutional mask requirement. Wall said, according to the examiner, Wall has removed was removed from Orlando International Airport in early June for not wearing a mask. He filed a lawsuit which also named seven airlines as defendants claiming that a generalized anxiety disorder made it impossible for him to follow the improper, illegal, and unconstitutional mandate all of this rolled into a ball says that this is going to stay in place. This mandate uh, is going to stay in place in uh, federal buildings or, or in, in airports for until at least September the 13th. Yeah. And now this is what's important about Everyone thought, and what do you have? You have uh, August, September, 
We have two more months. Not not quite not quite two months. <clears throat> but you have two more months. Before now, I'm not sure if they're going to revisit this in two months. Will the country be in the throes of revolution in that period of time? In two months, because there is it's a it's a powder keg out there. It's a powder keg out there right now, and no one. I think a lot of people. In in fact, I'm somewhat surprised myself. Um, thought that. The justice would strike it down. He had it in his hand. Um, but he did not. So here's the thing. For now, Walsh, for now, uh, the defendant or the uh, plaintiff told the Washington Examiner, the federal government has prevailed in muzzling all travelers and banning tens of millions of Americans including myself who can't tolerate having their face covered from using any form of public transportation huh that's what it boils down to this is getting so crazy and this is why parents are pushing back hard. You have the CDC director, Fauci, coming on and saying to parents, young, young parents, young parents, that your child from one to three, three years old, should wear a mask. I can almost slap, I, I could, I could easily do it, the parents of children that I see outside in the park wearing a mask. I, 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 somehow, to me, that's child abuse. I think that is, I think, yeah, they may mean well, I mean, I mean they may mean well, but can't you see that that's child abuse? Well, friends, neighbors, this is where we are. And um, Justice Thomas has upheld the CDC's um, ruling or mandate that masks should be worn on public transportation. On Friday... The CDC relaxed COVID-19 guidelines and said vaccinated teachers and students don't need to wear masks inside school buildings. <laughs> now, what's weird about this is that um, if you are vaccinated and you show proof of it and you get on a plane and the vaccine works, what then does it matter if I'm not vaccinated? Does it? Does it matter? That's, those are questions that really need to be asked. Death following a jab, we need to know the real cases that's going on here.
Are there deaths that are happening but not being reported? Are there? There are a lot of people who think there are. Uh, I know that many people uh, laugh and, and, and sneer and jeer at people who are reluctant to take the, the, the jab in the arm. But friends, in this age of supposed scientific medicine and, and, and a pandemic, we are relying on death certificates for statistics on the cause of death, even though they are known to be extremely unreliable. In other words, uh, in this age of COVID, when somebody dies, depending on age, it's COVID. You don't really know. You don't really know what they died. You don't really know. Everything, everything that happened was COVID related. Everything was COVID for almost a year. We don't even know. And so thousands of healthy people are dying unexpectedly. But our public health agencies are assuring us that their death was not caused by the COVID jab. The, the, the toll uh, of post-vaccinated death has reached nearly 7,000 people. According to the Vaccine Adverse if, um, ev- uh, Events Reporting System, this hasn't been reported. Nobody talks about this. 7,000 people, it seems, have, have, have died after receiving the COVID jab. It's the best system we've got, even though it misses 90% or more of actual events. So maybe there are more than 7,000. Maybe that figure's doubled. Maybe, who knows? I don't know. But uh, you've seen, they've seen reports on autopsies. And the autopsies don't indicate COVID. And now the patient in many times had had the Pfizer shot and within, this is the average, and within uh, the, a month, within four weeks, died. Although uh, there were no characteristic features of COVID-19, almost all tissues tested positive on PCR for SARS-CoV-2. Interesting. A 45-year-old mother just died of heart issues and brain swelling shortly after getting the COVID shot required before she could begin her job at John Hopkins University. She had to get the shot. She was 45 years old. She was a mom. She began to have heart issues. Her brain swelled shortly after getting the COVID-19 shot. Yeah. 
There will be a lot of tears and flowers for that. The, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is scientifically true or not. But if you have a natural immunity to it, isn't it possible that you can shoot too much of the immune fighting agents into a person's body, and um, it kills them? It actually attacks the body. It kills them. Takes them down. Takes the heart down. Takes what keeps you alive down. The brain, it swells, it shuts down. It just overloads the body with that thing that's supposed to keep you immune. You're already immune. Listen. The the bottom line is this, and and Lord knows, um, I've known some strong people in my life. I've known strong men and women, known, known strong women. I know a very strong woman right now who is um, battling uh, the difficulties, the trials of physical illness in her life. And she's a val- putting up a valiant, valiant uh, battle. It's admirable. Uh, I, I was married to a woman who uh, was valiant and brave, you know, and... Uh, I've known, I, I know people like that even now. And sometimes when you've been through a, a, a sickness that does make your body's immune system go up, it infuses into you that the strong survive. That's not to say that the weak shouldn't. But what you see here in America are those of us who are descendants of those who have survived. Whatever it took, whatever it was, and Lord knows, all of you know that uh, those folks, (laughs) friends, you know as well as I do, there are stories that will never be told that it happened adversely so that you and I could be where we are. I'm CL. Be right back. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. Best I can Always in the heaven hand 
CL back with you on this great day, great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily throughout the fruited plains of uh, America, the greatest land on earth. Love it or leave it. Um, I was saying to you that all of us, and, 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 and hopefully we can come to this place in our way of thinking. I'll be up in uh, Toledo, Ohio area tomorrow. Um, no, not, uh, yeah, I'll be up there on um, Friday, Friday night. I'll be up in uh, the Toledo, Ohio area, and then I'll be headed uh, next week to be with my good friend Larry Taunton in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll be at the Grand Bohemian uh, Hotel there in Birmingham. And um, I want to invite all of my friends. I'm going to be calling some of you over the weekend. Uh, I am um, going to be there with Sam Sorbo, Eric Metaxas, and Larry Taunton himself. I will be there with them and uh, want you to come out and be a part of this momentous, momentous event answering the question, answering the question, what's going on about America, understanding what's going on in America. Because Americans are asking the question, what, what's going on? What, what, what is going on here? What's happening in America? What's going on in America? And so the summit that we will have, it's a three-day deal, um, 23rd through the 25th, um, we'll be there. And people from all around will be there. And we'll be talking about understanding what is happening in America. You must understand that there is a concerted effort to take down the principles, the founding principles of what made this nation the greatest nation on earth. And they're doing it by discounting what your parents, my parents, and all of those who have come before us went through in order that we can be here together, not having to relive what they went through. They, they didn't pay the price of living through it so that we could relive it. Are you hearing me? They didn't pay that price of living through it so that we could relive it. Please hear me. And, and, and why would we even want to? Why can't we just, you know, Rodney King had a point. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> oh, I know it has been 
berated and uh, memed and all of that type thing, caricatured and all that type thing. But to tell you the truth, Rodney's right. Rodney was absolutely right. Can't we can't we all just get along? <laughs> oh, Rodney. You were right. And Americans, they didn't pay the price for us to be doing what we're doing. They lived through it so that we didn't have to relive it. And for some reason, we seem as though we're Hades bent (laughs) on reliving all of that. Why? It seems as though young people these days don't have anything else to do but be victims and and uh, or being someone that's oppressed. They either want to be uh, an opp- this is the way that Hollywood, this is the way that the media is painting you, and, and and this is the way your teachers are wanting you to see yourself. They're wanting you to see yourself as an oppressor if you're a white kid, and maybe if you're half white. If you have any white in you, if you are a light-skinned black person who is nothing but black, (laughs) I mean, there's nothing other than the color of your skin that indicates anything uh, uh, Caucasian about you because your whole appearance, your, your speech, you're black. You just have light skin as a black person. What about you? Do you see how stupid this becomes? Do you see how stupid this can become? Oh, absolutely insane. Absolutely insane, I'm telling you. And so, uh, my fellow Americans, where do we go from here? Hmm? Where do we go from here? Talk to me. Talk to your neighbors. Talk to your friends about it because the people who came before us have already paid the price by living through what we're trying. They're trying to drag you back. To a point where uh, we've already been through. There, there is no need for us to go back there. This is the conversation that you must have. Is that they lived it so that we didn't have, we don't have to relive it. And then there's something you got to do. You got to refuse to go along with that. That's what you, you must refuse to go along with it because it has no power unless you fuel it. It has zero power unless you give it the fuel. It's like uh, when some idiot does something just outrageous uh, in a public place and you make him a media star. Well, you have another person out there who wants some type of attention. 
And so they said to themselves, oh, so-and-so, even though he's in jail, they talk about him and they'll probably never talk about me unless I do something big and grand and stupid just like that. And there are some people that desperate for notoriety without working for it. Because that's just doing something stupid. You can get some notoriety for a few days, maybe a 24 hours in this day and age. Yeah, if you want them just to remember you, <laughs> climb up on top of a building and jump off of it. They'll, everybody will talk about you for a long, for 24 hours. <laughs> huh? But, but it goes back to Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, uh, hey. And there was nothing really special about Ted Bundy. But they made him out to be this uh, handsome, super intelligent, even charming and nice guy. No, Ted Bundy was a creep in every way you can look at it. You ever looked at? You ever looked at Ted Bundy? You ever heard him talk? Ted Bundy was a creep. The media turned him into that person. And they started something. They didn't start it. I mean, you know, the people who are nutty, people like Ted, have been around for ages. They always, they always will be around. They're, they, they're, they're, they're everywhere. But the media made him some kind of, you know, Svengali, you know, as being a murderer. You see how you see how twisted this can be if you let them lead you, and that's what you have done. You have let them lead you. And that ain't right. That's not, that's, that is un-American. Americans, and and that's the thing about these Texas legislators fleeing their state in order to wreck a vote and not do their jobs. You pay for that. My friends over in Texas, got a lot of y'all listening. My friends over in Texas, let me tell you something. You hired these folks. I know a lot of your business owners that listen to this show, by the way. I'll be talking to you soon. (laughs) Listen to this show. And... uh, they are uh, really ticked off because they wouldn't let their employees that work for their businesses do the, do what these Texas legislators are doing. You wouldn't let somebody working for you do this. I hope Governor Abbott follows through, and I hope he crosses every T, dots every I, in order that it may stick when he does it. Even though I know that they're not going to do any jail time, they might. I don't know. But at least slap irons on them. Texas Rangers or or Marshals or whatever, when they cross the Texas line, get off at whatever airport, Austin International, whatever it is, have the the Marshals, the Texas Rangers, the the Texas Marshals, whatever, whoever does this, this, this thing. Have them slapped in irons. 
you, you're going to have to do something to send a message that we're mad as all get out. And we are not going to take it anymore. We're just not going to take it anymore. There's a point where you draw a line, right? There's a point where you draw a line. And this is the point. This is it. No more poisoning the minds of our children. No more being ruled like we're fools by people who we have elected to office. Who are doing their own thing, not caring what happens to us. No more. No more. We have had it up to here. It's over. No more. Last straw. And, uh, hey, I know that a lot of you are those, one of those, um, yeah, I'm one of those last straw guys, too. I mean, you know, it uh, last straw, and that's it. It's just, I think that's where America is right now. Stand up, push back save the republic that God has given us. And I want to thank him for bringing us down to uh, the end of yet another show, another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL and may God bless and keep you all. I'm just a on this road.